everybody, it's Kristen, Go Mango Dream, your host of the Fiercely Fast podcast. And today, as you can see, we have matching shirts. The Nork Ninja is in the house today. Woo! <laughs> so I have my friend Dez here today with me, and also his Instagram is at Dez, D-E-Z-Z, 973, and then his car page is at WarMachine underscore Z-L-1. So, Dez, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's a <laughs> Long time coming. It has, it has. No, but thank you. I know you were, uh, basically, you knew about this from, like, a while ago, so mm-hmm. we finally get to do this now yes. that you are a little bit freer, and, you know, you have some more time, <laughs> so I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come yes. here today. The pleasure is mine. <laughs> nice. So let's kind of talk about you because, of course, you know, that is the purpose of this this show. Um, we know everybody by their cars. We don't know <laughs> the person behind the car. Right. Yeah. So that's what this is all about. So, um, so yeah, so here we go. So let's give a, a little bit of background about you. Okay, okay. Well, my name is Des. I was born and raised in the city of Newark, New Jersey. I drive a Camaro ZL1 2017 uh, modified to honor my father who was in the military so that's why I have the military rap and uh, I always bring his pictures and his um, <clears throat> accolades and stuff out to shows like that mm-hmm. um, I teach I teach in the city of Newark I've been doing that for eight years now I've been at the KIPP school network uh, for five years almost uh, I love what I do I teach special education I'm very passionate about it uh, it's the most impactful job I've ever had mm-hmm. so that's why I stick there it's hard but you know at the end of the year when you see how much your students have grown you, you realize how much is worth it the fights were worth it and everything so uh, that's what my passion is outside of that as you can see I do the, the ninja thing um, I used to be 344 pounds and I used to watch the show and me and my nephew one year was like uh, you know we should lose weight because once we hit our 30s, our metabolism is going to slow down and we are uh, susceptible to a lot of things like heart disease and stuff like that. So we make the choice to have a competition with each other to see who lose the most weight in a year. Nice. Um, I lost 124 pounds. He lost 94 pounds. So it was productive. But then at that time, my friends remembered that when I was big and we was watching the show American Ninja Warrior, mm-hmm. I used to say, if I was skinny, I'd beat this. <laughs> da, 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 da. And so they started calling me out like, well, now you live in L.A. Right. and you lost the weight. Right. So you got to jump into it. So I um, I tried it, fell in love, became a coach for it outside of the show, been competing outside of the show, and it's been 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like, and it, it's cool because it's like, I've known you for like, what, two, about two years now. Yeah. So it's pretty nice to see like all that stuff that you've done even before all this like you've been doing this for a while so yeah. you know it's not new to you uh but it is exciting so that's pretty cool so you know as we let's even before we move in let's talk some more about your car because of course we want to get to know you but you know we <coughs> gotta let people know about your car so absolutely for the audio listeners you want to make sure kind of be as descriptive as you can since they can't see it right but uh yeah so let's talk about what you drive okay 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 well, like I said, I drive a 2017 uh, Camaro ZL1. It's my baby. It's my second Camaro, surprisingly. <laughs> um, I got my first Camaro during COVID. Um, I got a great deal on it. And then I said I was going to wait until this one was paid off. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get the ZL1. But then, you know, opportunity comes knocking. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pass it up. <laughs> right. And I'm quick to open the door. So I fell into my dream car, the nice. ZL1. I do car shows a lot. I love doing car shows. I love the car show scene. The car community mm-hmm. people are great. Um, but I also like to stand out as well. Right. Like my ZL1 is not the only one out there. Mm-hmm. So I put uh, the vertical doors on there. Um, you know, I was a kid in the 90s. And back in the Listen. 90s, vertical doors, <laughs> underglows, yeah. those were the things. Like as a little kid, you loved it. When mm-hmm. you played games like um, Gran Turismo and Need for Speed, those are some of the things Absolutely. you would put in your car Absolutely. and stuff. So uh, given an opportunity, I was like, I'm living my passion. I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, you yeah. know, some people disagree. Others love it, but overall, I love it. I love the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a big jump from I had the I didn't even have the uh, the V6 uh, Camaro. I had the i4 Turbo. Mm-hmm. So jumping from that <laughs> to the ZL1 was was a major change. Right. I had to like it took me like two or three months to like get used to like the the extra power. Like yeah, that, that yeah. moves, boy. They definitely do move. Yes. I've seen them. I mean, I've seen yours. So they're they're not slow cars. Okay, guys? <laughs> they're not. They definitely pack like a, a lot of punch in it. But yeah. but glad you got your car. That was your dream car, and yes, it, yes, it's yes. always nice to uh, 
get your dream car like once you have it yeah it's a different type of feeling yeah. like it really is so you know talking about your journey um even with the weight loss like how was that for you because i know losing over 100 pounds that's not easy right. like losing 20 pounds is not easy so how did you kind of maintain your focus you know to keep going and not give up absolutely well one thing is and i tell this to everybody you have to have a long-term goal mm. uh if you just say i want to have a summer body because i want to get a boyfriend i want to get a girlfriend <laughs> i want to look good in a bikini i want to look good at this event that's not long term because you can get to that point and then once that event is gone and once that point in time is gone do you fall back into your old right, habits right so your goal has to be long term for me uh, me and my nephew i came to the understanding that once we get older you know, we're sort of accepted with a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. We didn't want the health issues. So yeah. our long-term goal was to live healthy for a long time. Right. Um, the second thing is find what works for you. I know there's a million different diets out here and everybody wants to try different things. You have to see what your body reacts to. Yeah. Um, and then follow that. Because if you try, like, let's say a keto diet, but you feel like you 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 don't have the energy during mm -hmm. the day, you feel like you can't focus, things like that, because this is giving your body a certain type of shock that you're not used to. True. So you have to try something else. Yeah. And once you find that thing, stay with that and then elevate. Don't get stationary wise. Okay, ten push-ups is great. Now my arms are getting big. Right, you did ten this week. <laughs> Next week, you got to jump up to twelve. You got to always right. um, raise the bar for yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't let yourself get stationary. Um, and just find people that motivate you. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was my nephew. It was just like seeing him lose the weight fast. I was like, all right, I got to yeah, keep up. I got to yeah. keep up. And then getting into Ninja Warrior, like when I go out to competitions and I see all my friends coming, they looking lean and they stop and they go on these courses and they crush mm -hmm. and I'm like, I can't fall behind. Yeah. So I surrounded myself with a great uh, support system, uh, people that motivate me, push me. When I'm sad emotionally or if I'm feeling like defeated physically, they're always mm -hmm. there to make sure like, bro, we got you. You can do this. Yeah. You may have failed before, but we've seen where you come from. Look where you are now. Uh, set reasonable goals. <laughs> like, like when I, when I, my goal originally was to just get down to, um, to at least 250 right. from where I was. That was realistic. I never expected to get to lose 144 in total. But if you set too big of a goal in the beginning, you're going to feel defeated in the mm -hmm. beginning and you're going to mm -hmm. end up giving up. No, that's very true. And um, I like I think I've even mentioned this on like a, a previous episode where it's a book I read called The One Percent Solution. And basically the whole purpose of that story was to instead of saying, OK, I want to do 100 percent. It's like do one percent at a time. Right. Because right, if yeah. you focus on the 100 percent and something happens, it's like a harder fall mm -hmm. than if it's just like a, a little increment. You're like, oh, OK, I could deal with this. Right. Yep. So I, I get it because sometimes you do have to do things in like baby steps. I know with everything that's happening in America, you know, obesity and diabetes and all that stuff, it's definitely something where it's like we have to take care of our health in right. whatever way. I'm not a person who likes exercise. Right. <laughs> I don't like the sweating thing. I don't like my muscles hurting the next day. Right. So for me, exercise is probably not it. <laughs> However, I will say at least I try to eat right. Not every day, don't get me wrong. But mm -hmm. I'll at least start there. I'll tell you, um, eating is a big, very big part of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I started to realize I lost a lot of weight when I cut out the candy, I cut out the sodas, mm -hmm. I got all that extra added sugar, right. all the starches. That's when the weight really started yeah. to pour off. So eating habits is, is really big. Even if you just cut out a lot of, like, added sugars, drink a lot more water, and just take a walk, walk a mile a day, yeah. you will see slight changes, yeah. gradual changes in your body. Even just those little things yeah. help. And you start somewhere. Right. You know? yep. So that's yep. all that counts. So, yes, summer is here. We may not all have our summer bodies ready, but it's never too start. Never too start. <laughs> never too late <laughs> never to too late start. start. Yeah, let's fix that. But y'all know what I'm saying. Let's talk about now your appearance on American Ninja War. So that's where the shirts come from, guys. You know, Nork Ninja got to represent today. <laughs> so let's talk about that. You know, All you right. were just, what is it, season 15, season I think it 15, is? Yep. Yeah, so you were on it. You know, you did your run. But how did you even get involved to do it? Because... You got it. That's like a whole process to get an it audition is. and it all is. that. So if you don't mind, just kind of talk yes. about that. So listen up for anybody that ever wanted to be on the <laughs> show. Here's the secret. I'm about to spill the beans. <laughs> now, but it, it, it is public knowledge. Um, every year they open up auditions around December um, and they give you between December and like March to get your audition tape in, to put your application in. 
And um, some of the things that they're really looking for is like personality, a story. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you could be great on the course, you can conquer all these obstacles, but like, who are you as a person? Right. So um, you go on the website, nwcasting.com. Uh, you fill out the application, make audition tape. Make sure your audition tape is very personable. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I got on, uh, I moved to California. I just had moved out there. I just had lost the weight, and I seen that they was auditioning. I was blessed and fortunate enough to live around the corner from a gym called Tempest Free Running Academy. Okay. They were the first gym to bring Ninja Warrior to America, mm-hmm. whereas you can go out and train. Um, so I was able to meet guys like Flip Rodriguez, who's a very big guy on the show, and uh, Grandpa Ninja, and I was able to train with them, nice. get a couple of tips and tricks. And um, So when they called me put me on the show, I lie to you not, I seen an 818 number, but I get a lot of telemarketing calls. Yeah. <laughs> so I get the phone call, and they was like, hey, is this Desmond Oda? I'm like, yeah. He was like, hey, we choose you to be on the American Edge Warrior. I was like, who is this and why are you playing on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't a joke. And then he was like, no, no, we really made it. He started telling me my information about yeah. my tape. I was like, oh, snap. So I kind of I kinda, I really freaked out, and um, and that's when it just went crazy. And I lived right by Venice Beach. Okay. So I was able to go and like see the course beforehand right. as it was making it, talk to the guys. And but the actual run and being on it was just like life changing. Mm-hmm. Like for one, I have social anxiety disorder. I found that out like two years <laughs> after being on the show. But I always knew like being in social situations yeah, I felt yeah. weird. So being on the stage with all those cameras and people cheering is just like nuts. But then like when they said go, I just snapped. Yeah. And yeah. I went and you realize my first year, uh, which was on season five, I went further than I've ever went. Mm. Um, and then for some reason, I don't know why, when I got put back on in season eleven. I went to obstacle three. This season twelve, I went to two. This season fourteen, I went to two. So this year, one of my goals was I had to get further than I have in the past seasons, right. and I have to bring my personality this year. Um, I was on season thirteen, and you wouldn't know it because they didn't air me at all. <laughs> and it was I, I know why it was because you know I got behind the camera. I was really timid. I was shy, and I was just like, yeah, you know, I work, work at a school, right. whatever. But at that time, I was still dealing with the death of my father and stuff. So it was like I was really emotional. I was trying to be happy and be right. in the moment, but I still had that weight on me because it was only it was only like five months at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I made it. I got off, and I had a moment, and I started to cry. Now, if it wasn't for the time limit, like you, I was trying to be faster than everybody else. I would have stayed there for a minute because I wanted to, I wanted to yeah. live in that moment. Enjoy so it, it, it yeah. just felt incredible. So. <laughs> So how do you even stay focused? Because I'm like, yeah, you got people cheering for you. It's loud. Like, is it something that it's kind of like, like when you hear that go, does it all become quiet? Or is it more like you hear it still, but you're just in the zone? So I kind of, what works for me, they allow you to have uh, sideline ninjas to be on the side to coach you. So I have really good friends in the show. uh, Mm -hmm. Two of them are Jamie Ron, uh, Captain NBC, the guy with the, the green hair. And um, Joe Morosky, the weatherman. Okay. I've trained with them. I've known them for years. So they were my sideline guys. So I'm running, and when I feel myself starting to zone out, mm-hmm. I hear their voice. Des, run faster. Higher knees. Hold your shoulders. Whatever you know, whatever their tips right. are, and I allow that to bring me back into the moment and not lose it. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that I have a bad tendency of doing is even off the show when I compete, my social anxiety kicks in, mm-hmm. and I just I hone out, and I just like my body goes. It's like automatic mode. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. And then when it's over, I look, I shake it out. I'm like, oh, what? It's done. So. <laughs> So even uh, based off of what you just said with uh, the relationships that you build, like, you know, you get to meet all these people from all over the place, but then you also kind of build like those friendships. So how has that even been, especially, you know, being as a competition, you know, everyone wants to win. Right. But it's still nice to know that it's like everyone seems to be or most people, whoever, seem to still be supportive of, you know, even your own run and wants you to do the best. Well, first let's talk about the relationship aspect because it's, it's, it's still mind-blowing for me, right? So being able to text these guys, DM these guys, yeah. just talk to them, go hang out, go do ninja training together, they just like, <laughs> how? Yeah. How did I get here? How did I go from fan to friend? Like, But like, as the competition aspect, for the longest time, the 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 saying was, is us versus the obstacle, not us versus each other. But at the end of the day, we still know that it doesn't matter if you're better or worse. We can all have a simple mistake that'll make us fall on something. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's still us versus the obstacle. But each time you get on an obstacle, it's a chance to grow. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we look at it. There's going to be a winner and a loser. 
Absolutely. know, somebody has to be better. He could be the best in the world, but if he step on that that domino wrong, <laughs> he gonna fall. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he get fatigued faster than you, they gonna fall. Looking at it, I'm like, that has to be a mindset thing because it's like, just to see the focus that you have to actually get through it, even just the first obstacle. So I'm like, kudos to all of you because I don't even know how I would do. I really don't know how I can manage doing something like that. You so. surprise yourself. <laughs> Look, it's some people, know. as you see in this season, is an amputee on it. He got one leg. He was okay. doing it. There was one lady at one point in her life, uh, all the, the things that hold your joints together was coming apart. And she got a certain type of surgery, medicine. She never did no kind of workouts, no fitness or nothing. But she spent that year in that physical therapy. Training. And came on that next yeah. show. She only made it to the second obstacle, but she never knew she could even do the first one. Right. But she right. took a chance. So that's like a lot of these obstacles, me as a person that was heavy set, I look at these things. One, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> I'm freaked out about heights. I don't even care if it's 20 feet up and there's water down there. Yeah. I'm terrified. But in that moment, I'm like, I got to try it. Yeah. They gave me this opportunity because they seen something in me. So now I just got to give it my all. So are you then, I'm assuming, because you've been on this show for a few times. Mm -hmm. So are you planning on like continuing this? Like after even this season saying, you know what? I'm going to go back some other time. So unfortunately, I won't be on season 16 because this year for the first time they did two seasons in one. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. season 16 is already filmed and done. Okay. So if they open up for 17, I'm definitely going to apply. Nice. Um, what I'm doing different this year than previous years, like since COVID, I will work out from December until the time of the show. And then I'll just kind of just do, you know, conditioning and maintaining right. myself. Kind of letting go a little bit in the summer. <laughs> this year, I'm going to stay consistent. So that way, when they do open it up, I'll be ready. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, I do get another chance. If I do, I'm getting me a buzzer. Because I'm, I'm going to work on this balance. I'm going to get these feet to work. I'm going to get these feet to work. Because I, I, I know, I know, I know if I got past them dominoes. That ring, all the upper body stuff, That's what, that was a cakewalk for me. And I right, wasn't going 18-foot right. wall. I was taking the 14. I know what I can do. I know what I like can do. Like, I know my limit. Yep. So, yeah, no, uh, a short story. I mean, short answer, yes, I'm definitely planning on trying to return. Nice. Well, we'll be looking out for you for sure. I'm excited. Like, it's always cool when you see somebody on TV that you know. It's like, I know him. I got his number and everything. Like, we cool. Yeah. So, it's actually pretty nice. So, yeah, definitely all the best to you on that. Thank you. Thank you. And thank I'm, you. I'm very proud of you. Like, it, it's, thank you. it's dope to it. see. It's dope to see. Awesome. So, are there any other shows that you would even participate in? Because we got a ton of different stuff out there. Like, have you ever even thought about saying, like, you know what? I want to audition for this one, too. Uh, yeah. And they're not all physical competition shows. Like, some of them are, like, cooking shows. Nice. Um, <laughs> some of them are, like, um, art shows. Mm -hmm. Like, because, you know, I do a little dabbling, drawing and stuff. And I also do, like... Um, construction like my ninja course in the back i built for my hands and they have nice. shows and stuff like that even going on something like a uh, shark tank like i got a lot nice. of business ideas man that i think could take off i got on shark tank they gonna buy one of my <laughs> <laughs> they will buy one of my ideas like y'all gonna get something today oh, absolutely i absolutely. hear you i hear you so that's pretty cool yeah i um i would say like for me if anything it would be like prices right hey, the wheel of fortune that's money <laughs> yeah like those those type of shows i would like i think probably because you know back in the day i think a lot of us especially african-americans can mm -hmm. say this you know after school come home with your grandma watching the and stories I, watching I, the, <laughs> I was just telling my friend yes that, like. watching all those shows the soap operas uh bob barker when he was on it and mm -hmm. all that stuff mm -hmm. so it's like it's just kind of nostalgia for yeah. you after a yeah. while so it's like i would love to go on the show and supermarket sweep. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. We had shopping cart. You got the time limit to grab as much as you can. I used to be so upset with people. I'm like, go for the turkeys, people. Like, <laughs> why are you going for like the cans of soup? Right. Go for the turkeys. Go for the diapers. You gotta go for the, the big, big stuff. stuff. And they would all yeah, I, I never understood that. So I think I always wanted to go on it just so i can show people how to I've do done. it right yep because i'm like y'all doing it wrong messing it up <laughs> like I, I, I never understood it but it was a cool show so i'm like i know they brought it back um sometime but you know it's not the same mm -mm. it's never the same but it was a nice uh i guess a nice little revamp but i don't know where it's at right <laughs> a now quick, a quick nostalgia hit. yeah that was it <laughs> now kind of pivoting into the teacher side of you um 
how have even your students have they watched the show? Were they? I know they saw mm-hmm. some of it. I don't know if all of them, but did they watch the show? Um, so I got a video on my phone because I knew they was going. They're kids. They're fourth graders, <laughs> right? And they I, they want to see their friends on TV, so I knew they were going to watch. And I walk in, and they just explode Aww. in emotion, like tears, hugging. And I walk around, even the, the my coworkers, they watched, yeah. and they give me a lot of props. They're like, oh, Mr. Ninja Warrior, <laughs> I didn't even know. We had no idea right, this things about right. you. I'm just like, you know, in person, you know, I'm kind of quiet. But, like, outside of this building, <laughs> I am a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and whatnot. So the reception at my school has been great. Um, the reason I've stayed at this school because they're so open to allow me to be myself mm-hmm. and to bring all of me into the school. So nice. that ninja part of me is, is an aspect of who I am. Yeah. So yeah. I'm able to have the ability to start programs in the school. Nice. So right now I'm working on working on an after school program where we have the kids come out and try like ninja obstacles. I can teach them the basic foundations of movement, um, like teach them um, fit in a different fitness routines that they can do at home. They don't necessarily have the equipment, right. stuff like that. So that's in the works. And um, yeah, my school, my staff, everybody's supportive. Bro. <laughs> like, but I really, I really, really, really like the fact that he incorporated the kids. And that was one of the things that I really pushed for. I was like, yeah, they might never get an opportunity like this again. And what this will do for them among their peers yeah. is going to do, is going to be more than what I'll ever get from this. Right. You know, right. they're going to see their friends like, my friend is a star. My friend is on TV. So mm-hmm. they're going to get this, this newfound, you know, popularity yeah. and stuff. It's going to make them <laughs> feel good and be more invested in school. Right. So I was like, you know, the kids got to be in there. I know you want to show the car stuff. I know you want to show the school stuff and the ninja stuff and the cosplay stuff. But the kids stuff, that's, that's the pinpoint of my story. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to make sure you put that on. So when they showed the kids i was like perfect the fact that you can see like the genuine happiness in them um shows how much you mean to them mm-hmm. because of course if they didn't care they wouldn't be there you know so mm-hmm. the fact that you've had some even some type of impact on their life for them to show up for you and support you right. like that's always uh just a, a testament to you yeah. as a teacher where it's like everything that you do even impacts them and that you're involving them in that. So, right. yeah, kids, we love you guys. Mm-hmm. We love the Absolutely. kids. Yeah, no, the kids are great. What are maybe even some of the challenges that you can say all three of these kind of have and I've dealt with it? Um, confidence mm. and having social anxiety. Um, teaching, you meet parents you meet new kids yeah every day right all the time but you still have to have that game face on you still have to articulate yourself and communicate with the parents communicate mm-hmm. with the kids and you know watch your dialect and the words that you say you got to be personable and engaging the same thing with ninja warrior once you decide i'm going to be on that stage and get in front of these cameras the amount of attention you will get just walking around it's <laughs> crazy like yeah. i get messages every day you're such an inspiration i watched your story it was great to see you back on the show stuff yeah. like that so now when i go out to these events i'm going to get approached and i have to be personable and talk to people even just the filming aspect like yeah even though it's just three people in the room and it's relatively dark i know once it gets on tv thousands of people is going to see that right so i have to be confident i have to dig deep and I have to overcome that. And the tools that I use for that is knowing that whatever I'm doing has a purpose. So I try to always remember, speak purposefully. One of my mentors, she always said, you know, like, your words have weight. Mm-hmm. So she's like, every time you open your mouth, there should be something that someone can take away or something that makes them think. There should always be something coming out of your mouth that is worth speaking. Right. So we're going to go back to the car. How have you even kind of, or have you incorporated that with your students? Because I'm sure there must have been at least one day that you brought your car to work. I'm sure. Oh, of course. Like, Des, I know you. (laughs) I know. I'm very intentional. So one day they was in school and they was talking about Corvettes and Lamborghinis and Porsches. So I just walked up to the table and I put a picture of my car. I was like, well, that's my car. They was like, no, it's not, Mr. Hood. No, it's not. Well, take them outside. I said, beep, beep cut it on and they freak out oh my god can you start it can you start it? i was like i can and i can let you rev it if we get through our test in the day i know that's right you know what i mean so i use it as an incentive and it worked they're really into it and i like that they're into it because that uh that shows young. right mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like, look, man, you ain't got to be no rapper, no basketball player to have a, some nice, something nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can be a teacher and have something great. You can just Absolutely. be out here. You can be the manager at McDonald's as long as you put down that hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get it. So I enjoy that they're into it and they like that taste and they actually have knowledge of it and yeah. they absorb it and that I can use it as an incentive because that's something that I really like. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, sometimes you have to incentivize <laughs> with kids, you do. especially. You do. Absolutely. So I love what you're doing with the kids. And um, you. when you look back and just see even all the kids that you've taught and just to kind of see how they've grown up, because you say you've been doing this, what, eight, eight, eight years. years. So a lot of them now are teenagers and maybe even older than that. So have you even seen any of your previous students and say, like, oh, my God, look at you. Like, look at where yes. you, you come. So last year, I'm going to try not to cry. Oh, I'm such a big cry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my first year, I was teaching at a school called Washington Academy over in Belleville. And I had a student. His name was Julian. Talking about you, Julian. Hi, Julian. <laughs> and um, he was extremely smart but he used to try to be tough because the other kids in his class was like tough so he used to try to match and i would tell him all the time use your brain you could be through with your smarts etc right. etc and last year he dm'd me on instagram and was like hey i got accepted for rod king university wow. i oh i want to thank you for that i'm having a graduation party i really would love you to come you was a big part of my life da, da, da. i can't have got without you I went to go see that boy he looked the same just taller <laughs> just taller and he started telling me about his journey through school how he transitioned started focusing on books and technology right. and stuff and I was like I told you that was your path mm-hmm, bro mm-hmm. so like to see him my first the first student in my first class ever get a full ride to King University oh man that warms my heart every time just talking that's about it beautiful. man beautiful yeah I know those are definitely rewarding moments mm-hmm. that's why I actually transitioned to education because mm, I yeah. need a job that has impact so when I moved back from California I'm said I'm either gonna get into law enforcement or education mm-hmm. and I tried the law enforcement thing it didn't work out <laughs> and I went to actually fill out a job for extra space storage right and a lady heard me talking about my experience and she was like you ever thought about working out of school I said no. She said, "Hey, fill out this application." So I filled out the application. I went, and when they said, "Yeah, you got the job. You're gonna be in this classroom," I said, "You need a security <laughs> guard in just one classroom." She was like, "No, you're gonna be a, a teacher aide." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "What? The money is great. All right, cool. We can do this." What even made you go into your specialty, though? So I've seen the need. I've seen that they were just lashing out i seen a lot of myself in a lot of them because mm-hmm. i was an angry kid growing up and i felt like i can do something here uh, my presence here will have a meaning and everything that i had to deal with in that year with those kids i was like i'm needed here i can see this being a position where i can change actively change the world around me through the kids that i am teaching because yeah. they're going to take away a part of who i am and my learnings and they're going to incorporate that into the world right so that's really what kept me yeah so the fact that you stayed all these years dealing with you know children in that circumstance that alone you know is definitely probably a daily um let's say like a, a daily mental paradigm shift you probably have to do every day every Every day. <laughs> Every day. Because you, you may not know what that day is going to bring. Like, you, you don't. really, <laughs> you don't. I mean, don't. kids in general, like, you really do every day have to say, you know what? I'm here to make a change. I don't right. care what is going on. I don't care how I feel today. I'm here for these kids. So, mm-hmm. and not everybody can do that. Right. Really can't. So, yes. Good job, Des. So, shout out to Yes. So, all the special ed teachers out there, teachers in general, we appreciate you because I remember uh, when we were in lockdown mm-hmm. and I became a teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How was that? It's not my calling. <laughs> it's not um, something that I was put on this earth to do. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, I had a ton of more appreciation for teachers after COVID. Right. Because I'm like, I was only dealing with one. Right. My own child that I see every day, I can handle him, whatever. But to do that, to teach a child two plus two is not easy. Mm -mm. Because you Mm -mm. think, of course, for us, it's like two plus two is four. Like, it's not that hard. Right. But then you have to remember, they have no idea what that means. Right. So you're starting from scratch. You have to have a patience level 
beyond understanding mm-hmm. <laughs> and be able to then dial it back and say, okay, let's start from scratch. Right. Like that was hard. Yeah. You teachers are necessary. Thank you. You guys put in a lot of work because in, you have what some teachers I know have like 20 kids in their class mm-hmm. yep. and they do it. Yeah. Like, there's no words to really say, like, how much we appreciate you guys. Like, we really do. Because I felt like in COVID, we wasn't really getting a lot of appreciation. Right. Just like, do y'all understand that we had to figure out in, like, four days how to run a school through Zoom, which was yeah. relatively new technology at the time, yep. and get these kids that have short attention spans to sit here on this computer sit. for six, seven hours a day. Yeah. It was rough. <laughs> it was, it was, and then the next day, they threw us right back in the school and said, y'all got to wear a mask. We're going to get all these boys to put on the desk that these kids are just not yes. gonna move we were so exposed so, <laughs> so, so to hear that live it, i really appreciate that thank you no of course of course yeah you guys deserve a lot like a lot more than you're getting the money that you even put in out of your own pocket yep. to do these things get the things that they need the conversations that you have with the kids that no one knows about you know like just talking to them and saying some of them come to you because they have no one else to go to right so you guys are counselors you guys are teachers you guys are sort of parents in a way too when you're there so it's like you guys wear multiple hats right not just a teacher hat one question that i have last for you here we go so what is the most valuable lesson that you've learned uh, going through everything that you've done over the last couple of years? Um, you know, again, the weight loss with your cars and all of that. What would you say has been that moment where it's like, if it wasn't for this lesson, mm-hmm. I may not be here today? Um, so I used to be very standoff with people. I didn't ask for help. Um, if I was going through anything, I would just isolate to be with myself. So the one lesson I would have to say I've learned, and that's very clear to me now, is to surround myself with good people mm-hmm. and surround myself with a support system. So that way, when I'm going through a lot of trials and tribulations, I come out of it 10 times faster and more mentally ready and prepared right. than I was going into than I would be if I was going through it by myself. So um, that's 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 the biggest one that stands out to me yeah. is just being around people that are supportive and not being afraid to ask for help. Because at the end of the day, if you feel like you got to ask somebody for help, if you're scared to because you feel like they might re- be rejectful, they probably wasn't a friend anyway. They probably right. wanted somebody that you needed to have in your life. Unless you're somebody that's just always asking for help all the time. <laughs> right. Can't do anything for yourself. But yeah. I've definitely learned there's nothing wrong with asking for help and surrounding yourself with supportive people. Yeah. that Asking for help, I think, is always a hard thing because it's like you want to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You want to prove it to yourself that you can do it. So it's like sometimes asking for help, it feels like a, a little bit of a weakness right. where you're like, why can't I do this by myself? Right. Or why yep. am I not capable of doing it? But it's not that you're not capable. You just don't have the right tools at that time. Yeah. Yep. So once you get them, mm-hmm. then it's fine. It's yep. a breeze. Yep. So I that's even something I'm working on where I'm like, Kristen, ask for help. Yeah. Stop trying to do everything yourself. Yeah. It's, not, it's not easy. It's not. <laughs> and it's tiring. It's draining. And it's just not productive. Right. Because I'm like, the amount of time you take trying to figure it out, I'm like, you could just ask somebody and be done within like an hour. So even with like the podcast stuff, a lot of things I had to do on my own. First, I'm trying, trying, trying YouTube, you know, all that stuff. Right. And then I'm like, Kristen, you got friends that do this stuff. Right. Daily. Right. Like, let's shorten this learning curve. And just and reach ask. out and just yep. ask. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy I did. Got all yeah, the tips. Man, listen, I said this is what happens when you don't yep. do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's hard um, because you have you have your vision. Mm-hmm. You have your goals. So it's like, I want to do this, right. you know? But it's like, you can't do it alone. Nope. You can't do anything alone. Nope. So you need people. We need to support each other. I have said this many times on this show. I'm all about support. Because I think um, once you support somebody, it's literally all they need. Yeah. It's all they need. Just somebody that's like, I'm rooting for you. Or I got you. Like, right. yeah, let me know. Whatever. Just that one thing can just help somebody. Right. We need some more support, guys. Yes. It's the best. <laughs> we do because I have seen it 
where people don't support and it makes it so much harder it makes it not as fun right but if we pull together one day that will come it's coming together it it's is together. it is one one season at a time oh but thank you des for for My coming pleasure. on this episode it was great getting to know you now from a, a different level and for for sharing your story with everyone out here so i hope you guys you know took something in even if it was just one thing you know take it in apply it and just move forward that's it yeah. move forward and we'll all get to where we need to be so again we're here repping our north ninja shirts got mine in purple match my shoes get yours get yes yours. where's the website like because i of course i went to it but i don't know if top. Right. so share it um so if you go to my instagram uh at des973 you can go on my my home page and it has a link to it it's on teespring it's the the nook ninja store on teespring <laughs> <laughs> yeah so get your shirts make sure you represent you know you'll you'll see him back on your tvs guys so again you can even watch it on it's on peacock because i know i watch it on mm -hmm. peacock so it's there go watch the episodes you know go back and make sure you support him because listen he'll be back on so gotta watch his journey okay <laughs> so here we are okay okay the bucket i've heard so much about <laughs> y'all know what time it is when we got people in the studio we have our bucket <laughs> <laughs> the famous bucket right here so yes yeah, so of course all you have to do is gonna be five questions you pick one at a time okay hand it to me and i read it off and that's it it's pretty simple you made it through all the questions before <laughs> so you should be fine now okay okay so okay. whenever you're ready you can pull your first question don't look i'm not i'm not don't look don't i'm look. grabbing this one because it's blue and that's my favorite <laughs> so what current fact about yourself or your life this is actually a good one you have a lot would most impress your five-year-old self I have a new Camaro. <laughs> see the, the doors go up and the lights come on. He even loses his little five-year-old. Yes. Oh, all right. Question number two. All right. All right. Let's see what you got this one. Okay. You got a yellow one this time. Yellow. yellow scares me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because yellow cars on the highway. That's all I remember. Just seeing just that yellow blur all the time. All right. Question number two. What's one country you would like to visit? Oh, Japan. <laughs> and why? All right, fun fact. So, Ninja Warrior started in Japan. Makes sense. And I am the hugest anime geek you will ever meet. <laughs> it's true. So, if you know anything about anime, you know the heart of Japan is where it comes from. Yeah. So, I just want to go over there, and, and they got days like Goku Day. They have the, the street race in Mario Kart style. Like, they have I so have much stuff over there for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, I'm trying to get there in the next three years. I'm definitely going to get there for my birthday. Yeah. It's one out there I'm still from Japan that they have out there, right? <laughs> they have convenience stores uh -huh. where there's nothing in them but vending machines huh you just go in and get what you want you're going out of there and it's camera monitored you get all your money directly into your bank account i like that mm -hmm. but you you know we can't do that out here in america I'll we take advantage of everything <laughs> and i'm not even say we they they. I'm not including myself in that absolutely but not. they take advantage because i'm like that's so simple but i'm like the way america is set up they break on my machine. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't have nothing nice. Nope. Oh, okay. All right, Tokyo, here we come. Yes, on the way. Here we come. Some years. I remember, what was it? La was it last year? Recently, they had the Olympics in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And that was always a goal of mine, to get to the Olympics and then to get to Tokyo. And I was like, once they put it together, clearly it didn't happen. It was met, though. But I was like, no. Yeah. I'm like, this would have been perfect. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was not in my budget last year. So <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to have to rethink this. But eventually, eventually. Happen, yeah. Yes. Speaking into existence. Yeah. All right. Question number three. All right, this looks like it's going to be a pink one, but it's blue. It's blue. If you could have ice cream all the time without any health issues, what flavor would it be? Oh, my God. I'm such an ice cream nut, bro. <laughs> It'll probably be brownie batter surprise because it's like huh. chocolate ice cream with chocolate chips 
and brownie chunks, bro. That's a lot of chocolate. Uh, it's amazing. You said no health repercussions. <laughs> That's right. it. That's a lot of chocolate, though. It's, it's so flavorful. It's rich. It, it's good. The texture is just great. It, but you got to get the Edie's, though. If it ain't the Edie's Certain brand, brands, I hear you. It ain't going to taste right. Like Ben and Jerry's make great ice cream. They have a, a brownie batter one. But right. It ain't, it ain't Edie's. Um. It ain't Edie's. I understand that. It does matter with the brand. Mm-hmm. It does. Like, I like ice cream sandwiches. Oh, I love But I hate sandwiches. Blue Bunny. Blue Bunny anything is kind of bland to me. Yeah, it tastes... Like they cows on like the Like it's sugar-free. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm sorry, Blue Bunny. Don't, like, sue me for saying that. <laughs> it's just an opinion. But you were mentioned you should give a sponsorship, though. <laughs> Get sponsored by La Boo Blood. I don't know if I want that though, because <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it. Nope, it'll just sit here. Just yeah, look. that's it. I'll give it away. <laughs> I would. I'm sorry, Blue Bunny. I don't like their ice cream. I've tried it many times, mm-hmm. different ones, and I'm like, oh, maybe it was just that one. Yeah, no, nope. They're all. The it same. has never failed. I don't get it. I like the Shoprite brand of the ice cream sandwiches. I don't hate Shoprite at all. I grew up on Shoprite. <laughs> Listen, there's one right down the street from my house so i'm always there mm-hmm. always yeah. there and i like that one that oh after this i want to go get some ice cream now i got yeah. ice cream cake right now that i, <laughs> I, I know i'm hitting that soon as i get in the house you don't bring it up <laughs> <mind to> me. <laughs> all right question number four number you got four. two more going let's see what color you get today oh you got the pink one I got the pink one nice oh i like this question if you could bring back a fashion trend, what would it be and why? A fashion trend. Oh, man. <laughs> you gotta think about that. See what era you want. You know, do you been. want the 90s? Do you want the thousands? You know, like, you gotta... I'm gonna go back to the 90s. Okay. Now, I'm not the fan of, like, super baggy clothes, <laughs> but I'm definitely not a fan of the skinny jeans <laughs> and the super tight shirts. Like, bruh, I, I know your boys ain't breathing. <laughs> I know your legs get mad, sweaty. It's nothing in those pockets. I hate it. So the 90s styles are wearing that way. Everything was a little more baggy. Right, you right. Look like a little more masculine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be the era to bring back. Absolutely. I hear you. Yeah, 90s was definitely a vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, all the 90s yeah. like i can't even say like early late nope the whole thing 90s. the whole thing music everything Popping, yep oh, yeah that's why they always have the 90s parties mm-hmm. i'll give the 80s too but that's why they always have at least a, a 90s, 90s party, party. Yep. you can't go wrong with the 90s no? you can't go nope. wrong i like that answer a lot yeah <laughs> i remember talking to somebody about that and i think mine was gonna be like jersey dresses do you remember those? <laughs> yes, I do. I absolutely because it, it's a dress. nice mix of you could be cute, but then you could be casual at the same time. <laughs> you could wear it with sandals. You could wear it with some dunks. I used to wear mine with dunks all the time. <laughs> Loved my sneakers back in the day. So for me, it was a nice a nice mix. You yeah. wear it when you, you go out. Anything. Yes, yep. I'd bring that back. Jersey that, dresses. Yeah. NBA, bring back the jersey. Please do, because I'm sure I'm not the only one. Mm-mm. I bet you there's about 20 girls right now that's thinking about how to bring back jersey dresses. But why only 20? That doesn't sound like a lot. I mean, out of know. like the amount of feet. <laughs> I wanted to got. say something big. I didn't want to say millions. So my brain just said 20. <laughs> so, us 20 girls, we're going to be wearing jersey dresses and hope we can bring it back. I mean, 20 of us. Yeah, yeah. 20, they'll come back. 20, I multiply to 200, 2,000. I got to start set the trend. Start small. Yeah, start you're right. You're right. Got to walk before you run. Right. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, but if we can bring it back, we'll do it. Yes, yes. I got a lot of plans. Yeah? Do tell. No. <laughs> no, I'm not telling. Because I'm like, I want to say it, and then I don't do it. Yeah. Okay, so okay, I get that. As get it that. as it progresses, you'll you'll know. Okay, you'll okay, know. Okay. But I, we could talk after this. I work. Yeah, we got some got some fun things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before I get carried away with my plans, your last question. The last one. <laughs> question number five. Mix it up, mix it up, mix it up. Another blue one. Oh, I know it's gonna be good. It's blue. It's blue. Okay. What is something that triggers nostalgia for you? Oh man, old 
cartoons, old anime, um, old cosplay, anything <laughs> old nerd fashion. Like right. even like um, if you was to say, "Does there is a Green Dragon Zone on sale right now?" I would get in my car and I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It's just something about like old school toys and cartoons, even though it's like the art style is a little more gritty. It's not mm-hmm. all HD. I just, I love it, bro. Yeah. So even when they bring back like the old cartoons as new movies or stuff like that, I'll be like, yes, I'm going to see just for the nostalgia I aspect. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Even with, um, I took my son recently for the Super Mario one. I knew that's where you was going. <laughs> and it was, it was actually really cool. Like we saw that. And then of course he loves Sonic. So, mm-hmm. you know, seeing those, I did enjoy them a lot. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And I appreciate the fact that it can relate to adults and the kids. Right, right. And Sonic was like that, too. Like, it was amazing. So I'm even excited for the third one. Like, mm-hmm. I think I got more excited than my son <laughs> at one point. Um, what would you say is, like, your favorite, I guess, cartoon show or show in general that, you know, like, you used to watch? X-Men 97 out of all the cartoons X-Men 97 and it's because that was the first time I realized that they're using cartoons to tackle issues like race issues Mm. and you know um, gender issues and stuff and I'm like even as an 8 year old it's so well constructed I was able to pick up on that right and whatnot. so that that's why the X-Men stand stood the test of time with me nice very nice yeah okay yeah I'm not I can't get into any type of debates when it comes to, <laughs> you know, anything like anime and all that stuff. Because for me, it's maybe I'm like a slight fraud. I don't know. <laughs> because I only really started getting into like the comics and all that once I saw Iron Man 1, which got me into Marvel. Right, right, right. Which right. is why I'm an Iron Man fan. Right. He started this roller coaster of emotions for me um all those years ago yeah so for me i was never into like the comic books right like, i didn't have that um but i appreciate it now mm-hmm. i haven't gone back and read them because that's a lot but <laughs> i appreciate them now because i'm like wow like all of this stuff was here before i even knew about it right. you know so this is stuff that goes back years and years and it's like it's pretty cool to see it in like real life yeah well you know what I mean in yeah. the movie yep. life so that's why I say I'm like a slight fraud when it comes to the no, the comic right. you know, everybody has to start from somewhere we do you we know do. It, just because you only like the movies doesn't mean you have to like the comics that is true you know but I mean? it's I'm like I realize I miss so much though Mm-hmm. from not reading the comics right, right right because then it's like oh that's from this one mm-hmm. or that's from that one this is where they're getting it like all this stuff now with like hang and all of that like the different variations mm-hmm. i'm like that was in the comic books like this yeah. isn't new nope you know like it's not it's anything new they're just telling it in a different way but different the, story the good part about being in your position it's all fresh. It is. It's all brand it new stories. Is. It's brand new experiences. Whereas geeks like me, we're sitting here trying to point out things <laughs> like, oh, but that should have happened. Why didn't this character come in? Why didn't this storyline Right. I'm not as like, I don't criticize it as much because it's like, you know what it's really supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Right. For me, I'm just like, oh my God, this exactly. is amazing. Just Sometimes bright I wish eyed. I had that fresh taste <laughs> still, man. I really do. I really do. Well, I definitely have it because <laughs> I remember even just watching um, The Last Ant-Man and that whole scene with Kang, I don't know how many times I've watched it. Mm. Too much to count. But hearing that perspective from people who watch, who read the comics, I'm like, y'all know so much more than me right now. <laughs> so I'm like asking questions and I'm like, wait, what does this mean? Who's that? Like, who's this person? They're like, right. you have no idea <laughs> what you are getting yourself into. Yeah. So it's an even deeper gosh black hole when Mm -hmm. it comes to the marvel universe especially and shout out to marvel y'all can sponsor me and hire me (laughs) do all the the jumps and all that stuff i I, I do stunts (laughs) i do writing i do acting what you need marvel kevin feige holla at your boy i'll just show up to the screening (laughs) i don't know how much i could offer my car can offer that mm-hmm. it's like a little little prop I mean, you gotta put that. <laughs> Ironheart got a movie coming out you know what I mean she, she need to drive something listen let's not talk about Ironheart because I'm like y'all know I have my rap I have that 
but I have ideas. And Ironheart is on it. You, you got the pink and the colors and the whales there? Yes. Yeah, so you but I'm like, how do I incorporate my color or do I switch? So, guys, I can't change it now because it's the logo. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize that because I wanted to switch my rap. And I said, wait a minute, I can't do it now because it's my logo. Mm. So I got to wait a little bit. A little bit. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. But I'm like, yeah, that Ironheart. It's going to rock. It's going to rock, yeah. So I'm like, we got that. I may change the whole color. I don't know. Like even orange? Because I'm like. Okay, okay. Because like with this one, I could finagle the colors. Right, right, right. But with Ironheart, like you need the pink, the black. Mm -hmm. You need all that. Yeah, light blue. Yeah, so it's like I I can't incorporate Ironheart on orange. On orange, no, not really. I can't. But then I'm like, yeah, but orange is my color. So I'm torn, man. I am torn. You might have to get another car. I don't know about all that. (laughs) I don't know about all that. If I get another car, it will just be a regular car. Like a Camry. (laughs) <laughs> like I want And no offense I swear No offense to anyone With a camera Because mm-hmm. Listen those cars Are who, Who's calling Des No I'm Some just kidding I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> But I I'm like no I just want something That I can Go out Without being recognized For like Five minutes I just need to go To ShopRite mm-hmm. Pick up some mm-hmm. bread And come home Yeah I like Today is not a day for pictures. Today is not a day for, <laughs> hey, where do you get that rap? Like, no, I just want some bread. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all. That's so true. that's how I'm like, my second car. Has to be a, a daily daily. Just a complete daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. Well, you have made it through the fast round. You have completed the bucket challenge. You've completed all of that. <laughs> it wasn't as intimidating. Not at all. This yeah. is Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So, yes, guys, we have come to the end of this episode. And thank you again, Des, for being my co-host, my special guest today on the show. Pleasure is mine. Yes. So make sure, again, to follow his Instagrams. It will be posted up, set it in the beginning, and I will share it again at Des, D-E-Z-Z, 973, because that one doesn't have an underscore. Mm -hmm. And then his car page, War Machine underscore ZL1. So, again, you'll you'll see it pop up if you didn't hear it, whatever the case is. But make sure to follow him, see what he has going on. Make sure, again, American Ninja, American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Good Lord. Make sure to watch that. And um, the season 15. Mm-hmm. It's been, I can't believe season 15. That's been going on for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, wow. That's yep. crazy. Yeah, so tune in. You know, make sure, see what he has going on even outside of that world car community you will see him around okay and uh you can't miss his car (laughs) (laughs) you can't miss it Mm -mm. but uh again thank you all for joining and we'll see you guys next week and uh stay tuned like comment subscribe share all that good stuff because this is for you so i appreciate all feedback good or bad i'll take it i don't mind i still like y'all anyway but i love you guys and i'll see you next time bye